Welcome to Demystifying Franchise Ownership, the podcast that brings you expert advice, transparency, and clarity around franchise ownership. Whether you're a prospective or current franchisee or franchisor, or simply curious about the topic, say hello to your host, Christine Givens. Welcome to Demystifying Franchise Ownership, where I share my knowledge, experience, and hard-earned lessons learned about franchise ownership. I'm your host, Christine Givens, and today I'm taking a deeper dive into what makes a successful franchisee-franchisor relationship, whether you're considering becoming a franchisee, an existing franchisee, or a franchisor looking to strengthen your partnerships, this episode will provide you with the valuable insights and actionable steps to foster success. So let's get started. To understand how a successful franchisor-franchisee relationship works, let me first clarify the roles of each party involved. The franchisor is the entity that owns the brand, trademarks, and business model. The franchisor grants the right to operate their business using their proven system to independent entrepreneurs called franchisees. Franchisees pay an initial franchise fee and ongoing royalties in exchange for access to the brand, support, training, and the established customer base. The foundation of any successful franchise business lies in the relationship between the franchisee and the franchisor. A strong and collaborative partnership not only leads to financial success, but also fosters growth, innovation, and a sense of a shared purpose. Today, I'll talk about some of the key elements that contribute to a thriving franchisor-franchisee relationship. First and foremost, clear and effective communication is the cornerstone of a successful franchise partnership. Open and transparent dialogue between the franchisee and franchisor promotes trust and helps align expectations. Regular meetings, in-person, virtual, provide an opportunity for both parties to discuss challenges, share ideas, and celebrate achievements. And remember, effective communication goes both ways, so active listening and providing constructive feedback are equally important. When I was a franchisee, the franchisor held monthly virtual meetings. In the meetings, the franchisor provided an overview of top performing locations, relevant operational issues, and upcoming marketing initiatives. However, they focused on only on the positive. They sugar-coated everything. Very rarely did they talk about problems and challenges, and there were plenty I'm all about being positive, but you must face challenges straight on if one has a chance at finding a solution. And this particular system did not. When you're looking at franchises, you definitely want to ask about how they deal with problems and challenges and how they resolve those. Next, a franchisor's commitment to providing comprehensive training support and ongoing support plays a vital role in the success of franchisees. From initial onboarding and training to continuous education, a franchisor must equip 
franchisees with the necessary knowledge, skills, and resources to excel in their business. This support can include operational guidance, access to a network of fellow franchisees, marketing assistance, and by prioritizing franchisee success, the franchisor builds a strong foundation for their brand's growth. I've talked about this in other episodes. The marketing support I received as a franchisee was very basic. Before I recorded this podcast, I looked back at my notes from my initial franchisee training. We were told that the franchisor hadn't yet negotiated any TV or radio, which is is not really surprising given they were a, a newer franchise, an emerging franchise. And, but by the way, they never did. And that was, I left the franchise group five years later. And they also said you could do things like, and then listed 25 ideas. There was no requirement or even a recommendation to develop a marketing strategy and plan. If you're evaluating franchises, you need to understand exactly what support the franchisor is giving to franchisees, who will be assisting you from the franchisor team, what are their credentials, will you have to engage an outside vendor, and if so, how much will that vendor cost? A successful franchise relationship thrives on mutual respect and a shared vision. Franchisees should feel valued as partners with their ideas and input taken into consideration. Similarly, franchisors should communicate their long-term vision, goals, and expectations, ensuring franchisees are aligned with the brand's direction. When both parties share a common purpose and work towards a collective goal, the franchise system becomes stronger and more resilient. The franchise in which I invested was an emerging franchise. They had only been selling franchise interests for a couple of years. At Discovery Day and at our franchisee training, we were told there would be an annual gathering of franchisees, allowing us to network, learn best practices, and understand the vision and strategy of the franchise going forward. As I just mentioned, I was part of the franchise family for five years. Not once in those five years did we have an in-person gathering with the franchisor and the franchisees. The franchisor did not welcome franchisee input, which was very unfortunate because most of the franchisees had extensive business experience and credentials. Additionally, the franchisor did not communicate their long-term vision and goals, which makes it impossible for franchisees to understand how they have to contribute to the overarching vision. Trust is another crucial aspect of a successful franchisee-franchisor relationship. Franchisees invest their time, money, and effort into the business, trusting the franchisor's proven system and brand reputation. On the other hand, franchisors trust their franchisees to represent their brand with integrity and deliver consistent quality to customers. Trust is nurtured through clear communication, delivering on commitments, and resolving conflicts in a fair and timely manner. I think I've talked about this 
issue uh, in another podcast, I should have trusted my gut when I was evaluating the franchise system I invested in. I was impressed with the other franchisees and most of the leadership team but I of the franchisor, but I didn't have a good feeling about the CEO. CEO. Unfortunately, my gut was right. The CEO was not trustworthy. He was a terrible communicator, didn't deliver on his commitments, or resolve conflicts in a fair and timely manner. The lesson is trust your gut. And during the due diligence phase, ask questions which will unearth whether you can trust the franchisor's leadership team. Innovation and adaptability are two other key characteristics of successful franchise systems. In today's fast-paced business landscape, staying ahead of the curve is vital for long-term success. Franchisors should continually invest in research and development, keeping their brand relevant and competitive. By fostering a culture of innovation, franchisors inspire franchisees to embrace new ideas, explore emerging trends, and adapt to changing market conditions. And finally, and I think this is somewhat related to innovation and adaptability, is continuous evaluation and improvement are necessary to ensure a successful an effective franchisee-franchisor relationship. Regular assessments, performance reviews, and feedback mechanisms help identify areas of improvement and celebrate successes. By working together to address challenges and implement solutions, franchisees and franchisors can evolve and grow together. And while it's important to always be evaluating and improving, the franchise system I was in was constantly tweaking things, operational things especially, trying new things, bringing new products to us to sell. The ideas weren't well thought out or vetted before bringing those ideas to the franchisees. I felt like we were guinea pigs. The lesson here is to ask the questions to determine whether the franchisor is intentional and thoughtful when bringing new ideas to franchisees. You want initiatives to be fully vetted before being implemented. So let me recap the lessons in this episode. When you are evaluating a franchise, make sure to ask tough questions to determine one, how well does the franchisor communicate? Are they open and transparent about challenges? How often and how do they communicate with the franchisees? Do they hold in-person meetings, virtual? How often? You want to ask all those questions. Secondly, how does the initial and ongoing training and support work? Do you have to pay for it? Who's conducting the training? I would also specifically ask about marketing training and support. Exactly what sort of marketing support will the franchisor provide and who will be providing that support? Do they assist you with the development of a marketing plan? Thirdly, does the franchisor welcome suggestions and ideas from franchisees? If they do, which I'm assuming they will say yes, Ask them to give you some specific examples of where the franchisor has taken ideas from the franchisees and how they were implemented. Do you feel you can trust the franchisor? When speaking with other franchisees, 
is the franchisor communi- communicating clearly and delivering on its commitments? Do the other franchisees trust the franchisor? And then lastly, is the franchisor always evaluating and improving? If they are, are they doing it in a thoughtful way? Are they fully vetting their initiatives before they're rolling them out to the franchisees? And there you have it, some key elements contributing to a successful franchisee-franchisor relationship. Remember, building and nurturing this relationship requires ongoing effort and commitment from both sides by fostering clear communication, providing comprehensive support and training, sharing a common vision, building trust, embracing innovation, and continually evaluating and improving, you'll definitely set the stage for a thriving partnership. Thanks for listening and look out for next week's episode. Until then, 